talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Who are you and why did security let you in here? <laughs> and good Tuesday morning to everyone. I'm Kathy Bodorf. And I'm... Here with Mr. Regular. <laughs> and I'm surprised as heck. So, uh, yeah. Very I'm good. here. I can't I... believe you got in the chair. I cannot believe you got in that chair. <laughs> Honest to God, I cannot believe you got... Now, you did it while I wasn't in here. So you, so you may... didn't know what it looked like doing just... it. I think she just levitated and <gasps> oh, that just, could be yeah i think that's what i think that's what that happened that's the most plausible explanation no you're definitely not you're doing well i think i i'm not a, i'm not a doctor and i've never even <laughs> played one on stage but you appear to be getting around pretty darn good for somebody who's had back surgery uh, you know let's see on thursday it'll be three weeks so yeah, but um, still, you're talking about surgery on your back. When you think about it, gosh, you know, that's the one thing that um, initially when we talked to the doctor, you know, I said, well, you know, how big of an incision will I have? And he said, oh, probably about the size of a pen. And no, it's like a foot long. Yeah. And not realizing, I guess, you know, when you feel your back, it doesn't seem like there's much padding back there. Right. But they had to open it up a lot further to roll back the skin so they can yeah. get the muscles. They had to cut muscles to See, unhook and, and that and kind of stuff. And, you know, they're cutting muscles. They're playing with your spine yeah. with a knife. I, I, yeah, that's kind of scary to me. But It is, but I'm plugging along. Yeah. I went and got my eyes tested yesterday, so oh. I was out and about. It's just, I, I will tell you, stamina... Is like, I mean, oh, yeah. I, the last yeah. two days I've yeah. taken naps in the afternoon. I mean, I not, I'm like totally out. Like I woke up and my head is on my chest. I'm in the chair <laughs> and the head, and I'm like, oh wow, I was really sleeping. I yeah. mean, I I get tired a lot easier, but I'm well. going to plug along. And as, once I got off the walker, I feel better. I I have my cane with me, and the the biggest thing is before. I would stumble like mm -hmm. I yeah. have a foot that kind of drops and and I don't want to stumble with what oh, has just happened no. now. No, 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 so no, 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 no. I, I used the cane. When, right. I used a cane when I went in the to the eye doctor yesterday, you know. But eventually that piece will go away too. But this lovely, I don't know, corset that I'm wearing. Oh yeah, I'd say is yeah. basically what it is. Um, I did find out when I went to the doctor. This week, 12 weeks in of that? the corset. Yeah. Okay. 12 weeks. Yeah, it's going to fly by. It'll fly by. You've already had three. True. Okay. There but that's go. after Christmas even. It's like, ooh. You may recover a little faster than that. Well, I'm hoping. But just got to be careful. Do the right things. Do not, you know, do not do more than you're supposed to. The... Bending, twisting, the BLT, bend, lift, and twist. Not supposed to do any of those. Well, I mean, come on. 
I have to learn to get my own pants on for crying out well, loud. Well, so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm bending a little bit to kind of reach down there and try and get my foot in the hole so that I can get my pants on and um yeah. like I bend over the sink in the kitchen to wash my hair so I have clean hair when I come well, to visit. Yeah. But other than that, just take it easy. Try and fool, follow the rules, which means no exercise for three months, mm. which to me is like, I'm going to be a, a muscle, no muscle, <laughs> this flabby <laughs> because I can't use my muscles. It's like, gosh, I think I could do something. She said if I wanted to walk, walk. Yeah. You know, that that's fine. Don't overdo it, though. Right. So. And, like, right now, it's not really nice to go walking outside. Mm, the weather no. the last couple of days no, has not, not been very no. nice. No, it's not. So. I've done it, though. I gotta <laughs> you get, probably have, haven't yeah, you? I've got to gotta get the dog a, a raincoat, though. Because I think <laughs> yes. she gets cold, so I don't stay out very long when it's raining. Aww. Yeah, i got to get her a raincoat. Doggy. Well, I don't want her to die. I mean, she could catch a cold if she's out there. Well, that's true. And I'm one of those people who really hates people who dress their dog up. <laughs> oh, I hate that. The dog doesn't want to be dressed up. But in this case, I think she'd appreciate not getting soaking wet in the cold. Uh, I, I, we all would. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, though, if, if somebody had to put my pants on for me, I'd be walking around without pants on. Cause, not because I wouldn't want somebody to put my pants on, but because there ain't nobody wants to do that. Well, nobody wants to do nobody. that. And poor Jim yeah. has to put my shoes and socks on. That's one thing I haven't yeah, that, that would been able be to awful. conquer. I was able to get my shoes off last night. If you, if you kind of bring your foot up back behind yeah. you, you grab your pant leg, you can kind of pull it up to... Untie your shoe. How do? You, oh, I was gonna say, how do you tie your shoe? Uh, he has to do it. It's yeah. I would be buying some of those slip-ons. <laughs> I, I wear yeah. slippers at home a lot. No, let me tell you. I know. Um, I remember when I had a broken arm, trying to tie my hand <laughs> with one hand. That got to be a nightmare. But you figured it. Out. I I don't know. I don't know how you're tying shoes. I I don't know. So when this is done, you're going to be bionic, right? I, I'm thinking when this is done, I am just going to be the stiffest, uprightest, <laughs> straightest back person there is. I just think you know, it. that's the one thing I, and I have no, from working, you're sitting behind a desk all the time. You know, you slouch yeah. more and more and more. Yeah. And so now I can't, now I don't slouch. So even like sometimes sitting in the lazy boy, I'm just like sitting straight up, yeah. like just... I think I need one. This of those. is my relaxed position now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So life goes on. I'm kind of thinking maybe we could make extra money. We could charge people to watch you jump onto the roof because you're gonna be by. You're gonna be able to do that when you're done. I should have put my doctor put, on my feet, but doctor put special electronics in your spine yeah, so that you're gonna yeah. be able to like you know jump over things now. So that'll be fun we'll see we'll, we'll yeah i want i want you to jump over the roof here that's what i want i will say i'm not going to be totally regular on the show yet i'm not going right. to push yep. myself yeah um like i couldn't believe when emma came down this morning at, at a quarter till seven or whatever it's like oh, is it time to wake up already yeah uh, but i did sleep good so i guess that's a good thing stamina is going to be the thing 
Yeah, and so it's I want to. It's gonna be a while. I'm not. I'm not gonna push myself. I want to do this no. gradual instead, and so yeah. we'll just do it a day or two a week and and build it back up. Sure. So we'll see how things are going. But yep. I did. Set, I decided to come in today because I know we're gonna have Mayor Mark Center in, and we had city meetings last night. So I fortunately, you know, that's one huge thing with COVID and the pandemic and all of that is that you actually have the ability to like watch so many meetings online anymore, which is really nice. So I went to city meeting last night online and watched them there instead. So, yeah, I think that's one of the really big positives. It is. It came out of COVID. And, and honestly, what I saw on, I think there were three other people online with me right at that point. So it's not huge. But but it's, it's there. there, yeah. And it, as a media person like you and I, uh, sometimes you know we have two meetings or three meetings in an evening, right? And if they're ha- all happen to be online, it is so much easier just to turn it on, yeah. watch it, stop it, switch to the next one, turn it on, you know, so that you're not driving around hurrying to get to this place or that place for the next meeting. So. I well, have really enjoyed that ability. I think we should make it clear, too, that COVID just sped that up. I know that almost yes. everybody, at least in Marshall County, was trying to work towards this anyway and already had programs in place, how they were moving forward Starting, with this. Yep. But this just sped everything up because I know, unlike some places, all your elected officials are transparent. They don't want to hide anything from no. you. So, um <laughs> They, um, they've been working on this for a long time, but I, COVID sped it up, and I think that's a good thing. I do, too. And you're, you're going to see it stick around. That oh, yeah. People are, are realizing that, you know, you have the yeah, ability now uh, to provide, uh, you know, that information to people wherever they may be. It might right. be somebody, let's say Bourbon's having a town meeting, and uh, some of their snowbirds are down in Florida, but they still right. want to know what's going on. Exactly. So it gives them that chance to still... You know, know what's happening back at home when yeah. they're enjoying the sunshine and the, the warm weather and the sandy beaches. You got that far Florida. away look for just a second there. That so nice. <laughs> <sighs> That's life, though. You'd get a strange tan if you uh, oh, were yeah. on the beach right yes. now. <laughs> that would be for sure. It'd be interesting walking uh, along in your bathing suit uh, with this. It might be interesting. Thing around you. Yeah. So um, I did get a call or spoke to the coroner last night. Uh-huh. Um, I had gotten a, a call from a couple of people yesterday asking me about the death of some woman. And I, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I've been at home. Nobody's, you know, and it kind of went on and on. And so um, I asked, I called the coroner and uh, we talked for a couple of minutes and um, the Marsh County Coroner's Office and the Plymouth Police Department are investigating the death of a 42-year-old woman. This actually happened early Monday morning, Sunday morning, yeah, about 3.15 in the morning. So obviously that's, first off, what, a, what is a 42-year-old doing out at 3.15 in the morning? Right. Secondly, what is the person driving the truck out at 3.15 in the morning? Yeah. Uh, but I get, did get a little more details. And um, the accident actually happened on Jefferson Street, East Jefferson Street. And apparently, 42-year-old Melissa Lay 
um, had she lives in that neighborhood, right? Had gone outside for some reason, and probably had a medical issue. Oh no! But ended up f- falling down yeah. and behind a vehicle in a driveway. And the and the person at that home works an early morning shift, um. So they leave the house like at three o'clock, three fifteen, somewhere around there. So you, you know, go out, get in your truck, turn it on. Here we're going yeah. to work. Put yeah. it in reverse, oh, and backed up over oh. Melissa Lay, who was laying at the back side of that pickup truck. Three o'clock in the morning, it's dark. I mean, the yeah. last thing, nobody goes and nobody. walks you're around. Nobody, you asleep. Yeah, you're not walking around your truck to see. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, unfortunately, um, didn't see her and backed horrible. up. Horrible. They're, they did an autopsy yesterday, so they have not determined exactly the time of death. Right. Um, she had some medical issues, and so there is a possibility that she actually well, yeah. had an incident out there and died outside, and then um, this person backed the truck up <sighs> over her body. So uh, they're still working on, on details from that autopsy. Have to obviously have to check the toxicology and that kind of stuff, but just a sad way to go, that's yeah, for sure. That but is just horrible. Yeah, for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's, Could you imagine living with that the rest of your no, life? That's, I can't. And the thought of, I think we've all probably hit a, a rabbit or a possum or a raccoon Even on the then, road sometimes. So horrible. Yeah. I, I, me too. And then to know this happened. Yeah. The oh, only, man. the you know, my, the only saving grace to me would be that maybe she had already died. I know, but even but then for the family, gonna, her family could, you know, what a, yeah. What a horrible thing to remember. I, uh, that's terrible. Yeah. That, that, that was a shocker one when I got yeah. that. I, I had no clue that any of that was going on, but. Uh. So also in the news, this is actually from Friday evening where Marshall County Police uh, did a traffic stop on 19th Road near Linden Road. Um, He stopped a gray 2007 Honda passenger vehicle and during that traffic stop um, spoke with the driver, 41-year-old Dustin K-A-N, Canchat, Canschat of Plymouth. Uh, found out that he was driving on a suspended license and had an active felony warrant through Marshall County. Uh, while they were out and about in the countryside, uh, IROC, who is the Marshall County's canine, did a free air sniff around the exterior uh, of the vehicle and alerted to the presence of narcotics. And officers were able to search that vehicle, located a methamphetamine pipe and some controlled substance pills. He was smoking pills. I know about them pills. Um, So Dustin was transported to the Marshall County Jail and processed for possession of methamphetamine, possession of paraphernalia, possession of a scheduled uh, for controlled substance, and possession of a legend drug. He was held with no bond for the warrant that he had for his arrest. And for his new charges, he has a $1,500 cash bond. 
Okay, no, so. that that doesn't make any sense to me because he could pay the fifteen hundred, but he still couldn't leave. Exactly, until they get that warrant and so, no bond thing taken care of. What's his incentive then to pay his money to get out? I, None. Um, yeah. None at all. All right. Marshall County Police were assisted by the Plymouth Police Department, and no, by the Argus Police Department and Lions Record Service for that one. So. Not good. Not what you were anticipating. No. When you left the house with your crack pipe and your pills, you weren't anticipating getting pulled over and taken to jail. Imagine that. Yeah. I I never cease to be amazed. Why do you have it in your car? I mean, I'm not trying to say it's okay to have anywhere. No, but why would you? That just, you know, why? And driving suspended on top of it? Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started mm-hmm. on that. So, also, I received yesterday from the police chief, Dave Bacon, uh, a little press release, um, which I've not, I've not, I don't know that I've ever heard this before. But on Friday, they had the supervisory senior resident agent from the FBI. Sounds like a federal government thing. Ken Kizzle and FBI special agent. Tom Weber were in Plymouth at the Plymouth Police Department. They actually presented certificates of appreciation from the Federal Bureau of Investigation to several officers that did work on the Mercedes Lanes investigation. Very good. And so Detective Derek Workman with the Plymouth Police Department, Detective Ben McIntyre with the Plymouth Police Department, Officer Jeremy Enyart with the Plymouth Police Department and Detective Sergeant Jonathan Bryant with the Marshall County Sheriff's Department uh, all received certificates from the FBI for the work that they did on that case. And, um, you know, I think that is kind of nice. I mean, because when the FBI gets involved, obviously local hands kind of step back a little bit. um, And... I think it's nice that they actually honored the local officers who worked that case. They uh, they know the area. They know the people a lot right. more. And to give them certificates of appreciation for their outstanding assistance in this kind of joint investigative uh, operation that they right. were under yeah. is really nice. So yeah. I th- I thought it was appropriate to put that up and let people know that. I think a lot of us, you know, we watch a little bit, maybe too much TV. Really? And, uh, and yeah. The, Why? You, you kind of get a, <laughs> a bad taste in your mouth from from the big shots, the FBI. Oh, yeah, because they, yeah, they're horning in on our case Yes, here. exactly. So I have a feeling that Plymouth Police were just happy to get any help they could get in finding who had the truth about that situation i can't imagine them wanting anything other than getting to the bottom of it as quickly as possible agree totally um also want folks to know that tonight the marshall county republican party is hosting a town hall meeting it's going to be at christo's banquet center here in plymouth starts at seven o'clock and should be done by nine o'clock the town hall meeting basically they did one in bourbon at the end of last month um, and I, the party is going to do like once a month yeah. um, to get all of the communities in the county involved in the opportunity. And basically, it's just a platform for elected officials from Marshall County 
to hear from residents about their concerns or their thoughts or things that they, it could be who knows what um, can come up in this conversation. It also gives county elected officials the opportunity to talk to the public, to tell them if, if there's something going on in their office, if there's going to be some changes in the way something operates or something like that. So um, it's, it's very casual, kind of like round table situation. You know, we're just going to sit down and you're going to talk to us about what your concerns are. I know in the first go round, there were a lot of the concerns were discussed about voting yeah, and voter fraud yep. and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and so who knows what this next one will bring up, but. I think Jim and I talked about that. He went to that last meeting. Yeah, master. he did. Um, and I remember um, you were still going through the surgery from a couple of years ago or however long that was ago. It's all fuzzy in my mind. <laughs> uh, and I, I asked the uh, um, clerk to come in. Um, uh Deb, Deb, Mark. Deb yep. yeah. I said, hey, you know, you're hearing all this stuff about absentee remember, yeah. ballots and all this. Can you come in and just let people know that I said nothing political. Just come in and tell us the exact nuts and bolts of the process because I don't think I even know them all. So, you know, and so she came in. I If people are worried about voter fraud in, in Marshall, Marshall County, County? it's... I think there Let, are a lot of other things we can worry about. Let's put it this way. It's highly unlikely. She went through the steps they take right. to ensure everything is absolutely fine. And I know somebody will come, well, what if aliens put them in there and they <laughs> fake the... You, know. you can come up with any bizarre scenario you want to come up with, but they take ridiculous pains to be sure that every ballot is legitimate. Checked and, and cross-checked. And you know. if there's a slightest... Yep. discrepancy bang it's gone and so. they can i mean when you initially sign up you know their your signature is checked and that's another yeah. piece of it that they they can use to check signatures especially like on mail-ins and and those kind of things obviously they want to make sure that the person receiving the ballot is legitimate exactly and qualified but then also when that ballot comes back that it's been filled out by that person right. and so th there's tons of security. Well, there's all kinds of steps. So that's why the yes. ballots are harder to count because they got to be. There's a lot more steps to go through to count them. Yeah, and there's locked up uh, here yeah, and locked up yeah. over there. So. And I, I just, I, I, my assurance to you is that if, at least in Marshall County, if there's any voter fraud, it's absolutely enormously minuscule you know they even now i mean they they do check uh up until like the day before the election um if you have pre-voted uh, on a ballot and you pass away before oh, yeah. that election they yeah. they they are watching the obituaries right. to make sure that if that person's ballot was voted that they can pull that right. out i mean so i mean that's and see, that's easier to do in a small community like ours. Oh, yeah. Now, if you were, I mean, if you were in Indianapolis or Chicago, oh, that would be imagine. unbelievably horrible to do that. But you know, in a in a small community like Marshall County, the whole community, yeah, um, it's a lot easier to keep track of that stuff. But I I can tell you, they take so many precautions that I would be. 
absolutely shocked if there were even more than one or two ballots that maybe slipped through. Yeah, it it's, would be, pretty, it's a pretty it'd be, laid out plan yeah, that uh, really, really painstaking. So that might that might be uh, something that comes up in the meeting tonight. But basically, right. it's it's a, a allowed for the citizens just to come and ask questions and maybe get some answers or yeah. bring something to somebody's attention that maybe hasn't been seen. So that meeting is going to be tonight at Crystal's Banquet Center. Starts at seven o'clock. Should be over with about nine o'clock. Um, and, and Dave Holmes, the Republican chairman, is going to lead that um, right. discussion happening. So something for people to put on their calendar. Get on your calendar. Yeah, that doesn't say anything about refreshments. So No refreshments? Maybe no refreshments, yeah. Ugh. That helps though, if there's refreshments. Yeah, there's all, that always helps. <laughs> Uh, also in the news, Donnie Davidson, the utility superintendent for the city of Plymouth, announced yesterday, uh, following a weekend of rain and an all-day Monday rain event, basically, that there is the possibility that we will have a combined sewer overflow event, which could happen up to three days following a rain event. So, you know, we didn't, we had rain yesterday. Now, right now, we're going to be good today, but oh, and I think basically good tomorrow but then we get some more rain thursday is when it comes down again and on sunday night into monday morning that we had at his uh, office 2.5 inches of rain so uh, we had a lot of rain that came down and because of that um, just warning folks that there are several areas here in the city limits uh, where if there is an overflow issue because of the amount of storm water that is there that'll happen in these spots and basically he's just urging people to stay out of the water and fortunately now with the weather like this and 58 degrees nobody really wants to go wading in the water no. for any reason no. um but it's uh all of these are downstream from the yellow river so from the yellow river at clinger street also at elliott street downstream from there over at magnetic park or the bird park area right there um then Cleveland Street, which is down in Gill Park, the Gill Park area oh, yeah, is yeah, Cleveland yeah, yeah, Street yeah. there. And then the last one is down at uh, 6th Street, at the end of 6th Street. There's a place back there where the overflow, overflows can happen. So basically just encouraging people to stay out of floodwaters. You never know for sure what's in floodwaters. There can be bacteria and those kind of things in there. Or alligators. <laughs> Sure. So, yeah, watch out for the alligators because of the combined sewer overflow. Yeah, water in Marshall County's teeming with alligators. Water Don't you read the alligators. internet? Okay, Rusty. Come on. If you say so. It's on the internet. Um, anybody looking for a job? The Indiana Department of Transportation is going to be hosting a statewide winter seasonal hiring event. That'll happen on Thursday of this week uh, from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. And here locally, it's going to be at the Plymouth substation at 2845 uh, Jack Greenlee Drive. So that's at their their new facility here in Plymouth. Um, winter seasonal employment runs from November through March and starting pay is $20 an hour. And it does offer a $250 sign on bonus. And a $500 bonus for eligible candidates that are retained. So 
maybe those who just come back year after year for that. Uh, candidates do have to have a valid commercial driver's license, so they do have to have a CDL. Um, but if you've got that and you've got a high school diploma or a GED, which neither one is totally required, um, you would be a good candidate for this position. So uh, it'll be held once again at the INDOT office on G uh, Jack Greenlee Drive this Thursday from 10 until 3. So if you are interested, you can stop out there and get your paperwork and begin the hiring process. Got that CDL. You're, you're golden in today's world. You know, yeah, and CDLs, I, I don't know if they've made the full change yet, or it's still on its way, but there there was going to be some major changes with CDLs. I think that was going to make it even more difficult to to acquire one than it was in the past. So, well, you gotta if you're driving that kind of a vehicle, you gotta be safe. I I know that in the uh, uh, in the CDL world, there are different levels <laughs> of that too. I mean, you you you're qualified to drive more than one trailer or toxic waste or whatever right. you yeah. have to be certified to drive things like that um even beyond just driving a truck well yeah because obviously think about like a semi driver who yeah. is a cross-country driver they're they're obviously getting yeah. a lot more miles and the opportunity is there for uh, an accident much easier well, and quicker Fortunately, like a snowplow driver, believe it or not, it, it it doesn't seem like it when you're out there by them on the road, but they're not going that fast when they're pushing no. that snow. Well, they can't be. Exactly. Or they wouldn't be pushing any snow. Um, so, you know, they drive slower than normal. <laughs> right. Um, they do, fortunately, drive with all their lights on, so that gives people additional warning around them that they're out and about and right. to be safe. And obviously... People should know not to ride too close to the back end of, of one of those. A, a lot of times they're spreading out sand and salt. And, right. you know, the last thing you want is that up on the windshield of your car. So, But I do follow them. <laughs> well, I, if, we are, <laughs> if I'm close. out and about, yeah, not there's that close, one there. But I, I Depending do on the them. weather, yeah, yeah I don't if blame you I see you one, at all. I'm like, I'm going to stay right behind this uh, Yeah, guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and... Yeah. Kind of I'm like, not going to uh, have him shove me off the road down a few miles yeah. down the road. Kind of like a running back following his left tackle. I'm going to be right behind this guy. He's going to run some interference for me. Do that. Yeah, well, um, it's not a bad job. Obviously, the hours hours are weird. Are, yeah, you never know what the hours are going to be. But I know a lot of folks that just they they love to push snow like that. I, I know a lot of people that love plowing snow. Yeah, they no. really do. That's, I would rather plow snow than shovel snow. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I know some guy. I know a lot of guys that can't stand it, but I know a lot of other guys. That, it's like I know a lot of guys that like to to mow too. And sure, I, I hate it. And the, the, <laughs> I hate it, but you know, um, a lot of guys love to do it. I mean, it, it, if it's oh, for one of them you, guys are you. sitting out front right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I know. Yeah. Jim okay. Loves yeah, to Jim, mow. and and wants to do that. I want the perfect lines in my yard <laughs> stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I know folks like that. Yeah, Guys love to. That's like therapy for him. With so. me, I just wish I could magically wave my hands and it'd be done. I, I think the therapy for me is like sitting in a chair with the windows open and my feet up and smelling that freshly mowed grass. Oh, really? There you go. There's my therapy. I don't even like the smell of mown grass. <laughs> I I really don't. Um, I think it goes back to my days when that's what I did all day, yes. every day. It's like, oh, it's like PTSD for people over who and over. had a push mower in their hands all day long for about two years. Yeah, that probably does have a tendency yeah, to uh, kind of turn yeah, it kinda your interest down. Kind of soured that experience for me. <laughs> um, also, from the state of Indiana, we got the unemployment rates. Uh the unemployment rate uh, is at 4.0% for September. The national average was 4.8%, so obviously Indiana is doing better than the national average. Um, and if we look at Marshall County, we are actually doing very well. Uh, Marshall County is wait, rate, ranked 72nd wow. of the 92 counties, That's so good. we are doing yeah. really well. That's when you want a high ranking. Yes, exactly. On unemployment. Um, the unemployment rate here for September was 2.6%. Uh, last month, we were 64th on, a, on the list, and our unemployment rate was at 3.1%. So still a lot of people being able to find work. Um, and looking at the county surrounding us, LaPorte County is fifth on the list of counties with an unemployment rate of 4.6%. So... Fifth on the list is not where you want to be. No. Uh, Stark County is 11th on that list with a rate of 3.9. St. Joe County is 14th on the list with a rate of 3.8. Fulton County uh, moved to 24th on the list with an unemployment rate of 3.5. Then we have Kosciuszko County, who always seems to be doing yeah. well there, but we're actually doing better than they are. They're 65th on the list. Uh, their unemployment rate is 2.7. Uh, Elkhart County is the only one who is better than us, and they are 80th on the list, where we're 72nd. Uh, they're 80th on the list, and their unemployment rate is 2.4%. So you know, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> they got to be doing even a little bit better than that because I know people from here who are working in Elkhart County. Going so, there. Yeah, they drive there every morning, uh, Zeppin. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, they, they must be doing even a little better than what they're doing because they're employing people from outside the county. Well, that, honestly, that obviously is a good thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking. I know I got something from Clyde earlier this morning um, just to let folks know, which I did not realize. But INDOT uh, notified the county highway that uh, State Road 10 between U.S. 31 and State Road 331 is now open. It's open. So, okay. um, yeah, they opened that this morning. Had a number of uh, road closings or right. high water warning signs on county roads from that weekend rain that we had that yeah. was crazy. I know there was one of the roads did have a washout on the side of it, and we did have some trees down in a couple of other locations. So um, if you happen to see a sign on a road that says, you know, high water or road closed or warning type thing. Pay attention. Yes. To yeah. Please. Yeah. You know, especially if it says road closed, don't think that you're going to 
go around no. and and get through there. Nope, you're they not They have gonna. that road closed for a reason, and going around that sign obviously puts you in danger. Um, and probably your insurance company wouldn't like you doing that either, especially no. if you ended up floating in some water yeah. and damaging your vehicle. When the county has a sign out that says, don't go down there, and you went down there, your insurance company is probably going to say, you didn't follow the rules, and you're not going to be compensated for yep. your decision-making process. <laughs> so just be beware. It should be better. You know, I don't know that we got rain overnight i slept pretty good so i i really didn't hear anything um i don't know i i like i went for a walk earlier it wasn't raining then it was just wet so i think it kind of cleared off a and today bit will be good because we're, it's going to be sunny today yes. so that will give a little bit of chance for things to dry up some more so it's going to be a lot colder though as we go through the week so you're getting that idea too like, yeah, highs of 50. Well, I know yesterday you had Steve Kaiser on, mm-hmm. uh, speaking about getting cold. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is beginning a, of the time of the year where you, you really should have a coat on when yep. you're out walking. We do have folks here in Marshall County who can't afford a coat or doesn't have a coat. And so warm-up Marshall County is yep. now underway. You can drop off your coats here at the WTCA studios, and we will happily gather them up and take them out to Oliver Ford, who in turn will eventually take them to the Plymouth Armory, where they will have a two-day giveaway coming up uh, in November. So it's just the opportunity for um, folks to help out. And how many of us? uh, Now, Rusty, you just moved, so your coat closet might be kind of empty. Uh, Yeah, Uh, and honestly, uh, we the last time we moved, we cleaned everything out. (laughs) And I don't think we've, any. I don't think we've gotten any new coats since then, because we keep coats a long time. It's not something that you only wear them a certain amount of right. time and whatever. So we, we usually have a coat for several years. But, uh, uh, yeah, typically. Yeah, last time we cleaned it out, it's like I told him, I said, "You've taken all my coats, man. I got no more. <laughs> I got no more to give you right but now." I'm but I'm sure there are some people out there who could go to the closet and find a oh, coat yeah, yeah. that they probably didn't wear last winter season in fact i know i have one in there right now i got a new coat um at winter time and so the old coat i have is gonna go i i don't need that many winter coats so i'm gonna get rid of that we will be collecting coats here at uh, the wtca studios until november the 17th and as Steve Kaiser said, I mean, they need coats for everybody mm-hmm. from infants all the way to senior citizens, teenagers, all of that. So uh, any kind of coat that you can donate and help out um, would be very helpful. You can also drop them off at Beacon Credit Union. You can drop them off at the Belmart BP stations for Source Bank here at the WTCA studios, the Pilot News and Dr. Joel Schumacher Family Medicine, and, of course, always at Oliver Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll have a van out there at Oliver Ford that you don't even have to go inside. You can just pull up. Yeah, he doesn't have a van yet because they don't <laughs> have any vans. So yeah, they're put an SUV to, out there or they're something. They're hoping to get one, but, yeah, they, yeah. They've, got a, they've got a white vehicle. I forgot what he said they have, but they do have something, something out, out there. there. Yeah. Uh, 
But I think the best part is that it, it's there. It's got a, a magnetic sign on it. So you don't have to do anything special. You don't have to talk to anyone. All you have to do is pull up, get the coats out of your car, put them in that vehicle, and yep. good to go. There you go. So um, we'll be doing that for several weeks now. And then on November the 20th, from 10 a.m. until noon, and on Sunday, November 21st, from noon until 2 p.m., uh, those coats will be distributed at the National Guard Armory at 1220 West Madison Street here in Plymouth. And, um, you know, just come and take advantage of it. They'll have some hats and also some mittens available or gloves available, too, uh, during that time. So uh, you can also get uh, the rest of the warm weather items that you need for that. So. Yep. All right. Well, why don't we take our first break of the morning? We can do that. We've got some prizes to give away. We've got a bunch of stuff. Uh, why don't we start with this one? All righty. Um, this is the, uh, we got something else, foodie coming up, but we got okay. foodie right here. Uh, gift certificate, Swan Lake Resort. Uh, burger night. Oh, it's tonight. Yep, Tuesday. Tonight. So I've got a free burger and fries uh, at the Chop House out of the Swan Lake Resort. So uh, you want one of the better one, if not the best, one of the best burgers in town, and you want it free, along with fries, on burger night, you got to be caller number 4, 936-4096, 936-4096, caller 4. Going to be walking away with a burger at the Chop House, so good luck. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. You want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. Radio the way it should be. It should be. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead you? Who'd have thought 
What's your opinion on WTCA employment? Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. And guess what? On Kathy's day back, Kathy wins the chop house. Woohoo! I mean, not you, Kathy, but oh. another Kathy. Oh, thank you. But welcome it, you welcome back, by the way. Yeah. Even the house band uh, is happy that you're back here. So, well. anyway. Great. There you go. I'm just. <laughs> We're all waiting on you, Kathy. Well, <laughs> we got I'm a just, show going on here. If you. <laughs> I just got something from the ACLU, and the ACLU sues Stark County deputy after non-sequential search of group driving to Pokemon Go Fest. So I don't know. What? I'm gonna. Ha- yeah, that's why I was like, "What is this legit? What is this?" I'm gonna have to look through this, but uh, Pokemon Go Fest. Yes. Deputy Ethan Biggs of Stark County Sheriff's <sighs> Department conducted an invasive, an invasive vehicle search without cause. We well, wanted to make sure they didn't have any Pokemon he didn't have. That's what. That's what. Jeez. Yeah. Have to check are you that transporting one out. Pokemon across county lines yes. here? Yes, Mayor. Are we, we got to stop Pokemon you on that. Please. Yeah, it's like crazy. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> got to make sure we're not <sighs> having Pokemon contraband there. It's a, <laughs> so we did have city meetings on Monday evening, and Mary Mark Center is with us this Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, this, is, this is your first day back. Yep. First, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I've stopped in the yeah, once or twice. Worked in here I, for a I while. stopped in on Friday, make sure to get Rusty paid. So that's, I'll come that's back the, on Monday. That's very appreciated by yes. me, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I've and I have been working from home. I mean, I've been doing oh, yeah. news from home, but um, to get up and and get around and be here at eight o'clock is like <gasps> okay. I got to get my clothes laid out ahead of time so I know what I'm doing and all that kind of stuff. But yep, I'm just I'm just going to take it easy. So you're my first interview today. Oh well. Wow. Actually, I may do one other this week, and that's it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go crazy right off the bat. Okay. So good. So, Mayor, we had city meetings last night, and uh, actually, it was a pretty quick meeting overall. Them, yeah. Yes, um, the Board of Public Works and Safety uh, opened up, and we heard from uh, the Utility Superintendent Donnie Davidson, who. Uh, it has been reviewing and making updates to the sewer standards and the water standards. And so to make some changes, um, he has to come before the Board of Public Works and, and discuss some of those changes with them and then move forward. So he talked a little bit about some of the changings. One of the things they're going to do is actually, um, from the way they space out fire hydrants, it has been at, at every 600 feet there's a fire hydrant, and from... Now on, they're going to go 500 feet, get them a little bit closer uh, than they were in the past. So uh, that's one of the issues that uh, they're going to be uh, addressing in the new standards. Another one has to do with uh, sewer lines uh, and and the, the size of the service. Um, I know another uh, interesting one I thought was is they have to they're going to when they put a sewer line in. Um, 
they're going to have to put a piece of metal in there. Copper wiring is what it is. That actually they can use the little wand thing and find where that pipe is underground instead of um, kind of guessing that actually there's a wire that will track through that, which is really a smart thing to do. So it's a, called a locating wire, and that's going to be required a standard pr procedure moving forward. But um, I I looked at the uh, ordinance. It's 15 pages long. It's like, no. I know I'm not going then, to. You know, when he, pre when he presents, usually people don't have too many questions because he knows all that stuff so well. Exactly. That, so he's the best at, at that and um, probably the best in the state of Indiana when it comes um, to those things. You know, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised. And, um, you know, Donnie is very close to me in age. And so it begins to, you know, you got to start kind of like looking out in the future and say, you know, how much longer is, is he going to want to stick around? And what are we going to do when he leaves? Because he is yeah, so knowledgeable. Um, and it, it, actually even being able to look at what's going on nationally and see where standards are changing and what's going to come down the pike to us in the future where we're going to have to uh, make other changes. Uh, you know, he, he seems to always be up on top of everything that's going on. Yep. So um, he talked to the Board of Works about uh, all these uh, proposed changes. And then later on in the meeting, uh, you guys did pass a, a resolution supportive of those changes. So I thought the nice thing that he actually talked about, too, was the majority of the changes are actually more beneficial to the the resident the homeowner versus um to like building new construction the contractor or whatever um contractors never like changes because you get used to doing something this way it's oh we know what kind of material we have to have here and you know the standards um so obviously it'll make some changes for the contractors as they look at the changes that have come in online but um just one of those things and it's kind of nice to go back you know and and review what we have and make because things do change so right. he talked a little bit about and one of them the uh, pipe you can now that he felt like the the plastic piping is much better off uh than it was when we had to have right. copper piping and so uh, you know and that or would even be, some of the old plastic piping too. yeah yeah um cost cost savings uh, for folks there, including the contractor. So um, he went through uh, several of those things, and the board then did pass a resolution to accept those. Uh, next on the agenda uh, was... Uh, building commissioner? Yes, Keith Hammonds, our mm -hmm. building commissioner, who... Uh, who wasn't going to say anything, I think, until you called him to the front. I did. I <laughs> wanted to make a point. Um, okay. 1808 Hillcrest Avenue last week uh, was a tragedy um, for um, many canine in, in this uh, city. And uh, it's hard to believe that um, anyone could live in the conditions that we saw, many of us saw on video. Um yeah, there actually is a, a Facebook video of this, and uh, the the Humane Society had to <clears throat> get involved because there were a number of animals left at that residence. Uh, Not unattended. even sure exactly how many. 
Yeah, it does. Um, and uh, this person left uh, Solar House and left for uh, other parts in the unknown, um, and uh, left more than twenty dogs in the backyard and in the house. Um, just uh, and, and for her, for anyone to be living in those conditions was disgusting. Were the utilities on in that house? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I Light, saw some, Lights were. I, I don't know if she'd had the water turned off or not. I, I, I saw some, the video, and, I mean, it, it would be exactly what you would see on those ASPC commercials, you know, right. that that is exactly what had happened in this home, um, that these animals and that human being were living in deplorable conditions. From the outside, you didn't see it. I mean, you could tell that things might not have been the, you know, greatest conditions. But from the inside, I mean, when people walk through, it was above your ankle. I mean, yeah. it's just unbelievable. And I, um, so we, we're going after condemnation for the home. And uh, Keith uh, will be sending a letter out today. Um, now, that home was just sold. Yes. So the new owner is stuck. He'll be the one who the, <laughs> that the letter is sent to. Taking uh, care so. of this, and basically, you're just requesting that the home be um, condemned and torn down. Down, okay. And uh, the the council, the council members that I spoke to, or, or board of works members, um, are adamant that that should happen. And uh, so, November eighth, uh, we'll be having a meeting, um, board of works meeting. It'll be coming before uh, that that particular. Count, uh, Board of Works on November eighth, and um, that decision will be made that night. So, um, but letters go can go out ahead of time. There's a there's a whole process to yes. go through this, um, and yeah, I I mean I you know we've been in houses where people have had cats or dogs or whatever, and and at times I mean you would think okay well we're going to have to take up the carpet and on this house you would have to take up the floorboards underneath I mean. I'm sure the joists under there are even saturated. I've, you know, in you my, know, my previous position as a state police officer for 28 years, I I've saw some pretty unimaginable things. Um, um, being on the meth lab team for six years. Also, um, I remember um, my last meth lab was in November. It was actually on my birthday. Um, <laughs> Of uh, 06, and um, probably the worst conditions. Uh, that was a, a house just west of town on 9th, 9th Road or 9th Road. Um, and uh, but nothing like this, nothing, nothing even close. Well, to, to it's this. too bad. Um, but but and, you've got to do something. I mean, it's at that la at that uh, la meth lab, they had children in the home, and oh. the meth lab was in the, was in the bathtub, so. <laughs> You know those kids weren't getting um, right care, and uh, no. So, but this was uh, this was different than that. This was worse, 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 worse. Well, obviously for the person who purchased that home, I think it would be shocking to have seen those deplorable conditions in there too. But so, and, they, and, and from what I understand, he bought it sight unseen. So, never, never. Oh, well, we'll watch as that process moves along uh, through the system.
But and, and there's nothing to say that they won't build it, put a new house on that location. Right. That obviously it's a great neighborhood, so why not? But just shocking, I think, for that to have happened in the town of Plymouth. Uh, next on the agenda was the fire chief, Steve Hollum. Unfortunately, he has accepted a letter of resignation. Um, I don't know. Is is Zach a firefighter or a paramedic or a, do you know? Paramedic. A paramedic. Okay. Uh, of one of our paramedics who actually um, is going back to his home community uh, to to do the same kind of job he's been doing here. And um, Steve had said that he had anticipated this coming. But they really weren't thinking it would be after the first of the year or maybe well into next year. And something happened over at St. John and a, a job opportunity came up. And so uh, we're going to lose a paramedic. No, that's where they're from. Great family. Um, they have a, a child. I'm not sure if it's a girl or boy. About the same age as my um, four-month-old. So, um, yeah. So Grand, we're going to be short and... Um, uh, the chief said that he'll be getting the process, uh, uh, the hiring process for that. So we'll see where things go. Um, he also talked a little bit about the baby box that w was installed a couple of weeks ago on the firehouse. Trying to think on the southwest corner uh, of the fire department there. Um, he said for all purposes, the baby box is open. And ready to go if there is somebody who wants to uh, give up their child, that it's there and available. He said that they do have to go through a um, training period where for seven days they will test the baby box to make it working <coughs> correctly. It is hooked up to uh, the Internet so that when a baby is put in and the door is shut, a notice is sent out and then actually... A notice is directed to uh, the fire department, and somebody right there then would go in and, and check the baby box and see what's in there. They have to do seven straight days of testing. Once that's completed, then the online process will work uh, properly. But until then, it's still available if anybody needs to. All right. Laura Mann gets a message as well, and the first time they tested it, they didn't tell anybody that they were testing it, and... She was sort of freaking out a little bit. Ah, somebody's used it already. Ah, let's hope that nobody has to use it, but at least it is there. Absolutely. Um, for that opportunity, if somebody wants to give up their child and wants to do it secretively, this is the way you can do it. There's no cameras involved, um, and that's why they actually put it in the location where they did that. It's not on a main drag, so that uh, and actually they selected loca location enough too that. Uh, you know, that it's there and somebody can sit there, can move away from that location, but still sit there for a little bit of time just right. to to feel. I know I was talking to Laura and she said um, part of the criteria is once that baby, had the fire department's been notified and the baby has been located in the box, then they take that baby to the hospital, to the emergency room, and it gets a checkup. Right. And so somebody who maybe... Uh, has put a baby in there would be able to see that ambulance leave and know that their their child had been found and that was going to be safe and taken care of so exactly it's a good thing unfortunately it's much better than what's happened in years past so that's a good thing 
Uh, Jim Marquette from the Street Department was there to talk about a request for a sidewalk improvement at 914 North Center Street. Um, basically, the sidewalk improvement is for one square of sidewalk. <laughs> Not the whole thing. Uh, and it's right next to the driveway where family members uh, from a previous uh, ownership had driven over the sidewalk, you know, and uh, driving over that all those times does cause them to break and also causes them to kind of sink into the ground sometime. He told them that it would be several years before they would get around to that area to undertake that. Um, and the homeowner said that they were planning to make some improvements to their driveway so they would just improve that piece of sidewalk at the same time instead of dealing with one little piece. So, uh, Jim Marquette also had a request from Laura Mann in the mayor's office uh, to close a portion of Jefferson Street and Center Street for the Veterans Day service that will be happening on Thursday, November the 11th. At 11. At 11 a.m. Um, the street will be closed off to traffic just for, you know, about a half an hour or so so they can do the Veterans Day service there at the courthouse lawn. Um, not anything too complicated there for sure. It's the, it's the one we always forget about. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So I have to do an executive order, and uh, but we're on top of it this year. Thank you, Laura. Um, Jimmy also said that there is a company in town right now um, putting some surface down, some sprayed surface down on some of the ro uh, roads that we have. It's a Rejuvitec. Um, and they actually put down kind of like a liquid with some sand on it, um, and it seals over the the whole road surface. So they're in town. You may see them at several locations, and obviously you really don't want to drive over that stuff. So find an alternative yeah. route for a, a day. You know, Hillcrest just, uh, got that a couple of years ago, about two years after they paved, and uh, it's almost like a paint. It really is, and, and when it, it's created to fill up cracks, and because if you have cracks, the water gets down into the cracks, and then in the winter time, that freezes, and that causes the the asphalt or the concrete to move up, and so that it just it's a sealant that helps expand the life of the road. So right. we'll see what's going. I did notice on on Westgate Avenue um, that. That's all a nice new road surface along in there, too. Yeah, they're not done yet. Um, there, We do have an issue uh, in the curve there as it turns into oh. um, at, right at Hillcrest and uh, with the water. And so um, I talked to um, city engineer and uh, Rick Gall and um, Donnie last night about that. And, and I noticed this morning there were cones there. So they're definitely going to concentrate on that and get that water off the street. So um, it's been a bad situation for a while so um i think uh, you you asked uh jimmy too about the street projects that are going on you have a number of projects that are happening and he did <laughs> uh mention on on westgate some soft spots that they're going to have to deal with um and then uh contracted work uh they're working out in the cemetery uh on doing some uh, streets out there and then uh, there still is the senior center parking lot uh to be done yet so we still believe it or not i mean even though it's the 26th of october you know we have a few more weeks uh where the paving plants will be open hopefully 
and uh, we'll be able to get the rest of the work done. So hopefully they'll be open for a long yeah, time. Yeah, a much longer yeah. period. Happy to uh, have that happen. Definitely. And I noticed they're doing Fifth Street as well. Um, just a short stretch there uh, from State Road 17 to the to the to the viaduct. Oh, okay. Um, then next we had the city attorney Rick Gall, who was attending his last meeting. City uh, as city engineer. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going to be leaving the city uh, for greener pastures. That's called retirement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so I know it, it was posted, the, the position was posted up on the, the city's website. Uh, you guys are accepting applications for a, a, a city engineer's position. Um, in the meantime, I would guess that you'll just kind of, we're going into the time of season where it's not quite so right. uh, needed. So you can kind of take your time and actually look for the right candidate. For a lot position. of the work that he does, um, to when he when he presents to the board of works are uh, right of way issues now that's not what yeah. he that's not his main function that's not the majority of his job but it it's the one that's where he <laughs> has to get permission where to, you see him the most exactly exactly and uh, i believe 17 years 17 or 18 uh, he he um started uh, maybe a couple years before i uh, became mayor in 2008 um and on uh, Friday, at uh, from one to three, we'll have a, be having a, a going away party for him uh, on Friday, ten twenty nine. Very good. And uh, what a faithful guy! Just uh, just so um, so much into his job. He gets to work at five a.m. and <laughs> leaves at probably four um, in the afternoon, and um, just so dedicated uh, to. To the city, and he'll be missed by far. Definitely. Um, he did present a request for a monitoring well. In this gets complicated in this city's right of way, but it's really the state's right of way because it's at 501 North Michigan Street. Um, they're going to put a, a a well in a monitoring well there for groundwater contamination, obviously, and uh, so uh, the board has to get permission. Um, to put that monitoring well in, they will also have to put in a $5,000 financial guarantee, which basically just guarantees that uh, after it's put in and, and it's done its job, that it gets taken out and, and filled in properly. And that, that's what those financial guarantees are, is to make sure it gets all done the correct way. So um, he also uh, talked a, a second about NIPSCO. They are actually... Um, um, changing out some uh, fuses. As, so they're not like doing pole work now. They're doing some fuse work and um, wanting to know if they have to do a financial guarantee for that and all of that stuff. Because they're working in the right-of-way, but they're working on the pole in the right-of-way, not on the ground in the right-of-way. And so um, he got some information on them for like, you know, where it's going to be, how long of an out, uh, will it be out of service? Are we talking a few minutes or a few hours? Um, and obviously the time of day uh, that it's going to be happening because it, it can have an impact on a number of people. So uh, just a, a information basically is all he was there for. And then um, 
Then we had Matt Davis, who wasn't there, um, but the mayor spoke on his behalf. He has purchased 105 West LaPorte Street, the standard plumbing and heating building, and um, is going to be putting in a women's clothing boutique at that location. And so basically, he just wanted to make sure he had permission to have the same size dumpster the standard plumbing has had at that location all of these years, um, that it was okay for the city uh, for them to have the same kind of dumpster at the same location. Just covering his bases to make sure everything is legit. And uh, the Board of Public Works of Safety approved that request for him. So that sounds like a new business coming to town, Mayor. It is. Yeah, what happens to the old business that's there? Are they going to relocate to a different I'm location? Not, or? I'm not sure. I wonder um, if they're going to, I mean. They're still there in the, in the bottom story right now. but and You could do like, I mean, a lot of plumbing work really isn't like come in and, and, and look at these wonderful, you know, furnaces or whatever. Right. So a storefront may not really be necessary, more just like an office for scheduling or whatever. So we'll see what happens there, but keep your eyes open on sure Laporte Street. Uh, next up was the Common Council meeting and um, had a public hearing for additional appropriations. And uh, it went pretty fast. I And Jim's going to drop me off the paperwork for it. But there were a whole list mm-hmm. of additional appropriations um, that needed to be, the money is there. It's A lot of it is grant money. And the money is there. It's just not been appropriated so it can be spent. Um, and so um, the board went through a whole list of those uh, and uh, approved them. And I will get the complete listing because we're talking about a lot of stellar stellar grant um, uh, grant are twenty percent your shares uh, yeah Yeah. so Um, so it's really just moving the money that grant money that's been sitting there into a line item so that it can be spent so. Um, you had a public pr- hearing for that and then passed, uh, was it a resolution? Yes, passed a resolution for those additional appropriations. Um, Indiana Wheel, they were there uh, to talk about what's been happening or going on out there. And um, it, it, there's been some major change out there. Jingu is no longer there. Um, and so... They had actually come in about a year ago right. and had asked for a tax abatement. They were going to bring in a couple of new lines and um, had gotten a tax abatement. And now they're out of the picture. And the new, well, it's not a new company, the company that is there, they actually do want to put in one new line. And they would like to use the tax abatement that was already put in place and just switch it over to them. And so there was some discussion about that. And then I guess the nice thing about this is that they actually are going to be continuing to work with RV and cargo trailer. That's the marketplace that they're looking at. And um, these are steel wheels. Uh, they're going to be American made too. Is American a big thing. made? That's absolutely right. And uh, it's uh, they have about seventy jobs there now, and they're going to be adding. Um, 
I think you said 30 more. Yep, 30 to 40 more jobs. So, so um, they've taken uh, the uh, the old um, pickle factory. Uh, oh, warehouse. Store, warehouse, storage warehouse um, out there. So, and there really was no um, motion needed to approve. <laughs> it was just like information for you guys. Yes. This is what we're going to be doing instead. So, on um, the next agenda item has to do with the alley easement between 114 and 116 Liberty Street in Plymouth. It's an alley easement that's been there for a lot of years, and in the last what couple of months, it has become blocked off. Right. The home there um the homeowners think that that alley is theirs um <clears throat> and this will be uh brought up again on november 8th uh, the uh, homeowner decided not to not to come forward yet um and there there is litigation so uh it may go end up going to circuit court in december if we can't get things res things resolved so we'll see kind of got it being worked on for two different avenues then from the court side of things yes but also locally if you guys can can come to a solution which i, I don't know is that a new property owner that purchased that no so just i don't believe i don't believe so i think they've been there a while just decided that they didn't want people driving down the alley anymore the house on the other side on the north side actually has a garage and and access to the garage has been denied. Yep. I mean, they can't even get to their garage now. So it's kind of a mess. Um, and I know Sean said that he uh, is uh, seeking uh, a preliminary injunction uh, to get that alley opened up. And obviously, this is also kind of impacts garden courts um, there. Does. So um, we'll watch and see where things go there. But I was, I was actually hoping that they would show up at the meeting last night so we could get more details on it but that didn't happen so we'll see where we go from there um and then sean gave a a, a brief update on stellar projects uh the reese theater project river park square phase two uh the preliminary engineering for the greenways trail phase three is moving forward uh and then um another stellar project uh kevin berger uh was there to announce they're planning to do a ground break breaking on November the 2nd at 10.30 in the morning um, for the new housing development that will be on Baker Street, at the end of Baker Street, I would guess. Yeah, Baker and Rector, that area, yeah. um, across from New Song Church, Riverview Commons. That's going to be a nice addition, right. too. So. And that covers... Uh, our meetings pretty i much. mean they were pretty short and sweet not a not a whole lot not a lot of controversy or anything like that yeah. pretty quick so, so no fun yeah no fun <laughs> just what do you think it's fun yeah. <laughs> well you know 
for those of us who can just sit back and watch, you can, it can you be. You can live in the city now. You can run for mayor <laughs> in two years. Oh, will you please stop that? <laughs> well, did Laura start that rumor too? Yeah, she started that. And I, and, and I had my brother text me and says, hey, I'll be your campaign manager. I'll be fine. Whatever you need me to do, I'm on board. I'm like, no. And the funny thing is, she didn't know. He's been kidding my mom that. He and I have been talking about this for years, and that I've, you know, he's been doing that to her for a long time. That he's going to do it. He's talking to me about it. And so he says, whenever she asks you something about that, just go along with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord! So, yeah. And I'm like, you know, now, now I don't want her to have a heart attack. So, no, Mom, I will never be running for any political office ever. No chance. (laughs) Nope, not at all. No chance. I've watched too much of it. I've seen what that's all about. I don't want to be a part of it. Yep. Well, things are different. Things are not the same as they were. um, The way people act, the way people talk to each other, the way they communicate with with leaders. Um, Exactly. It's pretty bad. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Mayor, while we have you here, uh, (coughs) you might want to mention trick or treating. Yeah, um, trick or treating. uh, First of all, downtown. uh, this year is a little different. It's going to be a trunk or treat, and uh, I believe it's one to three. That's not <laughs> none right. of us, none of us are. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not. I, I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Or three uh, to five. One to three, three to five. Um, three to five, I think it is. I'm sure I'll hear about it from <laughs> somebody. Listening. I I had it memorized once, but I'm uh, old, so. Uh, that's on the that, that'll be on the 30th that's on saturday on saturday okay and it's actually in river park square now so um several vendors or several companies will be there get, handing out candy and uh i will be out of town um my four-month-old granddaughter will be in her first halloween parade <laughs> In Marshall, Illinois. So, oh my goodness! Wow, yeah. wonderful. Yes, trunk or treat is from three to five p.m. at River Park Square on Saturday, and then, and then on if the you didn't get enough candy on 31st, Saturday, first, um, our normal Halloween on Sunday uh, will be from five to seven um, in the neighborhoods. And you believe Halloween should be celebrated on Halloween? I do. Which what? is. You're not, not alone. A good thing, yeah. I remember a few years ago we refused to change um, because of the weather, and lo and behold, uh, it, it didn't rain for two hours, and um, it was perfect. So Very good. All right. So come down and get your candy on Saturday and on Sunday. Trunk or Treat will be in the kind of like the Circle Drive part uh, of River Park Square, um, but there's you can park across the street. They can park on the street. There's a lot over behind the old Hoffman Brothers for parking. Um, and I know Laura said that she's got like 35 businesses that have yeah. shown up and are going to be participating, right. which is probably way more than what happened when it was on the main street in downtown. Um, and this way, y- you know, you're going from vehicle to vehicle to space to space. And there's always going to be candy at that next space. So. That's yep. the good thing about Trunk or Treat. Yep. People who participate in Trunk or Treat want to participate in Trunk or Treat. So yeah. I think that's kind of a, 
a neat thing. So. Cool. Very good. Um, trying to think. I don't. That's about it. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other hot something going on. Any new? I'm trying to think. Any new business? I'm trying to think of construction. I guess not. It's kind of quiet. Oh, the uh, we cut the ribbon for uh, Auto Park um, on Saturday. Saturday. That was that was nice and. They had food out the wazoo, so um, that's always great, a good thing. Great, uh, a great day to celebrate, celebrate that. And then last two weeks ago, we had, uh, of course, uh, Goodwill. Um, True. And know. I'm guessing, I'm hoping that somewhere along the line, probably next month or so, you'll have Planet Fitness. Hopefully, they'll join on on board and have a ribbon cutting for that that facility too. So, I haven't been to the Goodwill yet to. See, I, I've driven by. I've, I've heard a lot of people comment about being there. In fact, my, my son went there yesterday, I think, on his lunch hour just to check it out. Yeah, and you so. can't get in. Because there's too <laughs> many people too there. There's too many people in there. I mean, especially opening day. <coughs> there were people everywhere. Yeah, no. a lot of folks. Also, I do want to congratulate. It happened. I know it happened last weekend, but um, congratulate the Plymouth High School marching band uh, on their season. Uh, things continue to move well for them, and I know they're going to be. I think it's this weekend they're going to be. Yeah, they're going to be down again. at Pike High School, um, and uh, which is on the northwest of it's northwestern um, Marion County, Annapolis. So, I have no clue where that is. Up on the <laughs> corner, across from the. Uh... Oh, the the former Subway sandwich shop. Uh, that the city owns. Uh, somebody wants to know uh, what is happening there. Sort of up in the air right now. Um, it, 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 as of now, it cannot be an NDOT project. Uh, so um, it's, it's and it's just going to sit there for a bit. Um, with but but you guys, you have a plan yes, for that do. piece of property. Yeah. There there is a park, uh, right. a, an improvement project and a park uh, plan for that area. Yep. Um, initially it was going to be part of the stellar, um, projects and, um, and it got through the whole process and everything. And then in that, does part of it have to do because it was in a historic neighborhood? Yes, that's correct. Uh, yeah, kind of, just because it it has no historical value the way it sits. To me, it's, yeah, you could make it look like an antique gas station again, but I think you're better off to tear it down and have some green space there a a lot more people walk and take their lunch so you know for people who maybe want work downtown grab their lunch and walk down to the corner and sit out in the nice sunshiny weather you know is a plus the object is to make that to commemorate the northern indiana crossroads of uh us 30 and us 31 so yeah so which is an historical also obviously it, it's there. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. I mean, obviously, you'll be, I'm sure there'll be somebody searching for grants for uh, some money to do some of that work there. Right. Grants and it kind of can maybe hook it into a trail. I mean, it, there's a lot of opportunities, but for now, it's just going to sit there and, and do nothing. I don't know. Maybe we probably should have had, you know, had somebody like decorate it for. I wonder if we could have Santa show up in there. (laughs) 
I like the little red house that used to be down by Lowers. Oh, yeah, I remember You know, that. when Santa came yeah. on Saturdays down there, and, yeah. you know, you would get your little white bag that yeah. had some hard candy in it. and Yeah, it, it could be our Santa house this Where's year. That, where was that at? That it sat on the street. It was like a yard barn. It oh, sat yeah. on the street there beside the museum where the museum is now. But as a kid growing up, I oh, remember yeah. going there to see Santa. And, yeah. You know. Every what, weekend? Every, every Saturday? Every like, Saturday? Yeah. I, I don't know if Sunday or not. But I wouldn't go. You were afraid of Santa? No, I just wouldn't go. I'm... Why not? I was too it's big. Candy. I was too big to go. I was too. Yeah. Too well, I'm gonna. My my goal is to be um, my granddaughter's first Santa Claus. Well, you're getting there. I know. That's yes, <laughs> it's it's looking pretty darn good, Mayor. Got two months, so you're getting there. I don't know. You might have to put a little more white in there yeah. though to cover up. <laughs> I've thought about that. You know, so it's all pristine white. I mean, soon she's not gonna remember, but we can get plenty of pictures. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> Very good. Well, Mayor, we want to thank you for coming by thank and spending you. time with us this morning. We appreciate you uh, coming and talking to our listeners and letting them know what's going on. Sounds good. Thank All you right. very much. Very good. We'll go. Oh, we got stuff to give away. Oh, another prize. Uh, speaking Woo-hoo. of Halloween, I got Niles Scream Park. So it's one free admission to the Haunted House or $5 off their whole night of... Uh... <laughs> so, um, you know, if you want these Niles tickets uh you can get them if you are whoops wait a minute that's not all as they say in the commercial inwood united methodist church now this one so you've got okay you got dinner and then you got the uh park so uh inwood united <laughs> Me- way too much fun with that. inwood united methodist church chili and chicken noodle soup supper this is uh, this is the primo stuff they're on hawthorne road in plymouth in October 30. They're in Inwood. Halloween. Inwood, 4 to 7. You can have dinner there. Uh, Lincoln Highway, just south, and then go south on Hawthorne Road. So, adults are 10 bucks. Children uh, 6 to 12 are five under, or $5. Under 5 are free. So, you got two of those for your dinner. Then you can get two tickets to the Niles <laughs> Park. And you just got to be caller number seven. Caller seven at 936 4096. 936 4096. Is that a button you're pushing there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bob, Bob gave me a present. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I got all kinds of stuff on And that. the Niles tickets are good, you know, on Friday night and Saturday night. Right. And it runs through November 5th and 6th, which will be the blackout. Ooh. Which is even scarier yeah. than the really regular one. Scatty. Yes. So anyway. Call us. We call her seven. Hurry. Imagine there's a notepad in front of you. If you were to write down a single word that described your relationship with your family doctor, what would it be? How about this one? Confidence. Nothing's more important than having confidence in your doctor. And confidence is what the doctors in St. Joseph Physician Network inspire. It begins with knowledge and experience. Our physicians have received the highest level of medical education and demonstrated their excellence through residencies at prestigious healthcare facilities. But great doctors are also people with a genuine understanding of what their patients are going through. 
communicating frequently, openly, sincerely. Real people who care about the communities they serve and always have their patients' interests at heart. The more you know about St. Joseph Network Physicians, the more you'll feel that confidence. So we invite you to learn more by visiting stjoedocs.com, stjoedocs.com. Write that down, right next to the word confidence. The weather's getting colder, the leaves are changing, and fall is here. Bob's Cafeteria on East Jefferson Street has changed their food truck menu for fall, too. While they still have their famous prime rib sandwich, chicken salad wraps, and pulled pork sandwich, you can enjoy a cup of chili, or how about some chicken and noodles over homemade mashed potatoes and a dinner roll. Bob's Cafeteria Food Truck is open every Wednesday from 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. at 610 East Jefferson Street. And if you're looking for a catering service, check out Hoosier Food Service online, or give them a call at 574-930-0546. My Feel Good Radio Station. WTCA. Your hometown radio. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. (laughs) I love them. the listener gives his view here on what's your opinion on WTCA Implement. Call now, 574-936-4096, or tell us what you think or text, 574-307-6647. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. So, Chris isn't going to have tacos, but he will have some chili. Woohoo! United Methodist Church, and he's also going <laughs> to... Well... Watch your stomach, Chris, because then you're going to be scared out of your mind. So, uh, I think I'm. I think I am making tacos tonight. It's Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I think I'm going to. I think I'm. I, and I didn't even. That I planned it before, bad. so I didn't realize that I was actually keeping with Taco Tuesday. But I think I'm going to do that tonight. Very good. Yeah. I made. Um, I made beef and noodles. Really. For uh, dinner, Sunday. Mm. I haven't made beef and noodles in a long time. Mm. So, yep, I did beef and noodles. And I actually made Sloppy Joes good. on Sunday. I got the stuff to make Sloppy Joes, too. See, I don't use the stuff anymore. I make my own. Well, I, I, I meant the stuff as in I got the hamburger oh, and yeah. the buns. and Yeah, I don't. Uh, then all my little secrets. Yeah. That, yeah, I don't use the sandwich anymore, either. I yep, use, nope, me I neither. I make my own. That's... Yeah. And you know what's funny? It's the one thing I did one time. I just did it one time because I didn't have any. So I said, yeah, I got some stuff I can make my own. And I made it. And my kids said, what would you do? This is a lot better. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, well, it's a new kind of uh, can. You know, I, and, it, and it's kind of the truth. I mean, I go to the refrigerator and it's like, okay, let's see. Some ketchup, some mustard. See, um 
maybe some Worcestershire oh, sauce, yeah, Worcestershire maybe some barbe- sauce. barbecue yeah, sauce, yeah. whatever's in there. It's yep. like, I'll try a little bit of this, a yep. little bit of that. Yep. You know, the barbecue sauce, it's like whatever kind's there. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I put diced tomatoes in mine as well. Really? That's the base for it is diced tomatoes. Ooh, interesting. Um, and garlic, of course, because I love Oh, um, 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 I was thinking of something and I completely spaced it. Anyway, um, now that we're sharing recipes, uh, Bread of Life is having a chicken noodle dinner. Uh, just got a text ah. Thur- Thursday at Bob's Cafeteria, or I guess it's probably Bob's Cafeteria Noodles. Probably. Uh, on Thursday, four to seven. $10 chicken and noodle, mashed potato, and a roll. So uh, you can get out there and have something to help bread of life. Obviously, unbelievably worthy of your help. And uh, that's coming up on Thursday. Thursday. All right. Four to seven. Very good. Chicken and noodles is always good. And that we're in chicken and noodle weather now. I know, and I got screamed at last week because... I want Bob's. I, I, I want either go get Bob's or get chili. I want chili. So I go get chili at Bob's. I wanted beef and noodles if you went to Bob's. You know, I'm like, you told me you wanted chili. They miraculously had chili. There so was I chili there, and I got oh, it. Oh, I'm going to eat it. Don't worry about that. But I really would have. I told you I wanted chicken noodles, and I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. I'm not a mind reader. Well, I don't know. I'm not a text reader either, evidently. So, um, anyway, but I got a feeling that might be our Wednesday trip. Uh, they got, I mean, the chicken uh, wrap is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I kind of miss the chicken oh, yeah. sandwich. I hope he brings that back. Oh, the teriyaki soon. chicken sandwich? Either that or just the regular grilled chicken. I really yeah. like that. Uh, it was really good. I like that. That's yeah. good. Anyway. Yeah, who knows? All right. Um,. That's all I have well, I don't for have the day. And, uh, I bring nothing to the table any day. So. Tomorrow, uh, Greg Hildebrand will be in from Marsh County Economic Development yes, Corporation. He um, and he's going to play me. He's going to co host with me, yes. Yeah, so we'll see how things go. Yeah, we'll, we will. We'll just keep plugging along one foot at a time and do what let we the do. days pass, pass us by. Yeah, as always. Yeah. Okay. You ready to uh, summon the Beatles? I am. Let's summon the Beatles. Beatles! You may play forth. Uh, if you hear your name, going to wish you a happy birthday. You are going to be eligible for four cupcakes from the Dessert Cafe. Else, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Actually, Kathy, I'm sorry. You're a fa- yes? <laughs> You're a family member. So, um, um, I should buy her some cupcakes. You- I really should. Uh, Kathy's birthday was Saturday, so uh, Kathy Hall. Did happy you have birthday a big per- party? Well, she had a big party. Uh, her son Trey was running in the cross country semi state, so and he did he did well. Celebration! I, think, uh, I don't know. I think that kid may end up on uh, going an extra week next year when he gets to ah. it. So anyway, uh, Kathy, happy birthday to you! And uh, don't forget Friday our drawing. Four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, also small drink from Coffee Lodge, on the line on Friday. Now it's time for anniversaries. I better check this. I've got a few belated ones in here. Let's see. Yep, this one is too. So we've got two of them today. 
Uh, we have number one. This is from... Uh, well, it doesn't give me a date. Oh, here it is. October 1st. Yeah, sorry. I don't read anything, evidently. What October 1st. Okay. October 1st, Thomas and Yvonne Carruthers. They've been married for five years. So happy anniversary to you guys. You're in the anniversary hat. You're eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Also today, uh, Tim and Tracy Bittinger, 30 years today. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. You're in the hat. And you're all eligible for our drawing coming up on, I guess it'd be Friday, for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. And now it's time for Trading Post, where you can buy, sell, or trade. See, if I don't say it fast, I can't even do it anymore. Um, get us stuff. You want to sell something, get it to us. Uh, or give it away or whatever. Go to your basement, grab something, bring it upstairs. I'm selling this. Um, first thing you see, that's my challenge. Get it to us. We'll help sell it. Um, and that's Trading Post for today. That's all I got. In other words, I, I got no Trading Post items. I think items. I probably could find something that's in the basement, maybe. Yeah, well, you ought to find something in the basement. That would be... Uh, that would be good. Anybody could find something in the basement, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's go shopping. All right. Well. You going to need help getting out of here? Nope. I think I'll be okay. You going to be all right? Yep. You got on that chair. I'm pretty sure getting off it's going to be a lot easier. I mean, you can just fall. I mean. Yeah, no, no, we don't want to do that. I'll just kind of slide off. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Definitely. It's good to have you back. All right, folks. Um, I'm thinking maybe Thursday. Okay. Um, Try and do that. Do this again. Sounds we'll see good. how the rest of this day goes. Doing it slow. Gonna take it easy. Yeah. Oh no, I have the wrong song up. I should have had <laughs> Oh well, I'm not the king of segues anymore, so be back at nine tomorrow and Greg Hildebrand will be with me, so uh, join us.